Hey guys, I'm Becca Swindle and you're listening to Resilient Podcast. It literally feels like I just did that thing on like Disney Channel when they like draw the thing. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, I'm Becca. I'm 22, almost 23 on October 27th. Whoop, whoop. And I currently live in Tulsa. This podcast is just going to be a space of some real real conversations taking place okay y'all like if you know me at all i like to have really real conversations i like to completely ask questions i probably shouldn't um i'm very unfiltered and i honestly hope that this podcast is the same to an extent i will be running this podcast but i also have so many incredible wise friends in my life and i want to have them on and hear from them and learn from them And yeah, like I said, it's just a long time coming. Um, I think a lot of times we don't start things um, due to perfectionism, right? So we don't start things because we want it to be perfect. We are also concerned about what other people are gonna say. But recently I've just really felt challenged by the Lord to begin and just to start. One of my things that I try not to despise, but I do, is small beginnings. In Zechariah, there's a scripture that talks about um, don't despise small beginnings. The Lord actually loves to see the work begin. And that's something that I've always had a problem with. I know my family might be listening and they're like, yep, like I want everything, you know, when it comes out, when I'm ready for it, I want it to be huge. I want it to be awesome. I am your local um, Enneagram seven. So all the sevens with me, you understand, but you know, I love extravagance and I don't know. I just love for things to be how I want them to be, you know, as great as I imagine them to be. And, you know, God forbid, um, small beginnings, you know, but that's how everything starts out. And so I've just felt challenged by the Lord to start, to start valuing, not only that, but to start valuing my gifts that he's put in me. I feel like so much of the time we actually don't cultivate even half, even one fourth of the gifts that God has put in us due to fear. I heard this quote recently that I absolutely, I cannot stop thinking about it. It's amazing. The quote is, true freedom is giving people the permission to misunderstand you. Yeah, like it's so good. One more time. True freedom is giving people the permission to misunderstand you. It's literally saying, you know what? I'm going to follow God. And I'm going to follow God for me and what he's saying, what he's telling me to do. So it might look silly to you. It might look crazy to you. You might think it's dumb. You might not like me. You might like me. You might think I'm awesome. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Your praise nor your criticism is going to get in the way of me following what God has told me to do and ultimately becoming, you know, who he's created us to be. But yeah, I'm really, really excited. And as I started thinking about the podcast and, you know, thinking about what it might be. Um, The word resilient has always been one that I've loved and I've loved it for a long time because the Lord kind of, um, in some time with him some years back, spoke to me about this word and told me that he was creating me. He had created me to be resilient and um, I was going to new levels of resiliency. And so at the time, I had no idea what that word meant, right? (laughs) Like some of y'all might have clicked on this and you're like, "Eh, what does resilient mean? But actually the word means by dictionary definition, 
able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions, able to recoil or spring back into shape after bending, stretching, or being compressed, able to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. And I remember when the Lord spoke that to me, it just really settled in my spirit and it really just settled in my soul. And I remember thinking like, that is who you've created me to be. You have created me to be someone who can withstand and recover quickly from difficult conditions. All of us were created to be resilient women. The foundation that we build in our relationship with the Lord, that is a resilient foundation that over time and and creating history with the Lord that we get to stand on so that when the wind and waves and the everything, the trials come and the hardships and the breakups and the bad doctor's diagnosis, everything, the loss, you know, when all of those things come our way, when we have a foundation in who Jesus is first in who he is and second in who he says we are, We are able to go back to that place time and time again. We're able to stand there flat-footed knowing that he's got us, that he loves us, and that he's for us. When the Lord spoke that to me, I remember in my mind popped up uh, the scripture in 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. It says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we're not driven to despair. We're hunted down but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Verse 10 says, Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. I have found so much comfort in this scripture recently. When it says we're pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. Y'all, the world, 2020, I was going to say, put a finger down if, but this is true for all of us. This year has completely been unexpected. Nobody saw 2020 coming, okay? (laughs) Nobody saw everything that was going to take place from things in the news, um, politics, and um, so many injustices happening, and just so many things. COVID-19, I mean, there's just so much this year that we did not see coming. And like it says, we're pressed on every side by all of those troubles, but we're not crushed. In Jesus, he acts as a shield. He's our defender. We're not crushed by this by these things because we have the hope in who God is and who he says that he will be for us. It says we are perplexed, but not driven to despair. Whew, if I needed any of these things from this verse, I'm telling y'all it's that one. <laughs> Confusion, doubt, Fear. These are things that have tried to swarm my mind recently, and we will get into that. And I'll probably just do a whole episode of where I've been mentally and, and what God's kind of teaching me through all of this. But whew, y'all, 2020 has been hard. So even though I am perplexed, I'm not driven to despair. Even though my mental health has been wild and completely different than it's ever been in my whole entire life, I'm not driven to despair. This means I don't have to be rampaged by anxiety. I don't have to let that hold me down. And I know it's easier said than done, but the Bible says we are perplexed, but not driven to despair. So I get to believe that this will not end in death, that these things will not be something that I have to struggle with the way I'm struggling with it my whole life. 
I get to believe that I'm not going to be driven to despair. My hope is not going to go away. I just really, I really, really, really want us to get, and again, there'll be more talks on this with other people and that type of thing. But through all of this, what I hope you're hearing is there is hope. There is hope in Jesus to keep going after who he is and what he says he will do through us. Like something I'm trying to remind myself of constantly is God is still with me. I remember the other day and I said the other day, but this is really every day I'm fighting off this lie of like, yeah, God's not going to do what he's actually said he's going to do in you. Like, like as if somehow his promises have expired. His promises to you have not expired. He is for you. Every single promise that he has spoken to you during that worship set at church and you were crying your eyes out because he's calling you to something big, you know, he's fulfilling your dreams. You were in Devo time and you were spending time with him and he spoke some things to your heart about what he wanted to do in you and through you for your community, for the world. Those things have not expired and it is a lie from hell that they have. Our hope in Jesus stands firm and his promises are yes and amen. He is always there and he He wants, I know he wants me to know recently is what he was speaking to me was, do you think I'm really not going to do everything that I've told you? And when I think about that, it's like I get overwhelmed, you know, because I'm like, well, it was way easier to dream at the age of, you know, nine or the age of even 14 when you're speaking to me. Yeah, God, I'm going to do these, you know, things. I'm going to become this woman for you. You know, I'm going to become who you created me to be. It's easier to believe that um, when we're younger. But when we're older and we're challenged to step out in faith, you know, it's a lot scarier and it takes a lot more courage, but that is where God gets to show his glory. So like I said, we'll talk a whole lot more about that, but I'm really excited. Man, if anything, I just really, really hope that today you would do something. Take a step. Take a step to go towards that dream that God gave you. Take a step to, even if it looks like getting with God and being like, okay, Lord, I'm going to sit here until you give me a vision for the rest of 2020. Like open hands, I'm surrendered, God. What do you want me to do with the rest of 2020? Is it to serve my job and to work unto you as excellent as I can? Is it to step out and do that thing that's really scary? Is it to make this payment towards something Whatever it is, he's going to show you. And something my friend said a couple years back that has never and will never leave my heart is with this surrendered heart, I can't miss it. And that is so true. So often we put a pressure on ourselves to know what God's saying. Okay, God, like I want to follow you, but is it A or is it B? But a lot of times like we forget, you know, we pray for wisdom. He gives it to us. And then we ask him when a situation comes up, okay, which one? When I feel like sometimes God is like, you prayed for wisdom and I gave it to you, so use it. You know, with a surrendered heart, we can't miss God. It's on him to show us the next step. It's on us to obey and to rest that he's got us no matter what we do. As long as we are surrendered to his will and, you know, we are going after him. And so anyways, I could go on and on. I'm really, really excited about this podcast. If you're listening to this, thank you so much 
much. Through the AC going on and off. Wow, I love you. I'm really, really thankful that you would press play. And I would love it also if you shared. I was going to say like, comment, and subscribe like I'm a YouTuber, but I'm not. I'm going to share some things that you can screenshot and repost. Tag me, please. I would love to see it um, and repost you guys. But this is a small beginning, y'all, and I'm going to be okay with it. I'm not going to despise it. I'm excited. Um, to grow together, to hear from other women, and to experience new levels of resilience. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and I will see you soon. Love you so much.